Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! You missed us. We're back for our number three of Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Joe Galina and uh, George Kurtz taking you through part of your weekend. Sean Angle producing our show. I don't know. This just popped into my head, George, because, uh, you know, our intro has uh, the n- 9 to 5 inspired theme. I, I think that they're uh, they're talking about uh, doing a sequel to that movie. Well, of course, because <laughs> right? they don't have any other original yeah. ideas. It's all they do now is sequels. Right. It's either right. sequels or superhero uh, movies. We don't have anything right, else. Right, right. Or, or then, bad uh, horror another one this week. Yeah, there was another one this week. Uh, Bewitched. They're going to redo oh, uh, Bewitched. Oh, God. Somebody shoot me. <laughs> Seriously, Hollywood can't come up with any better ideas than this and the re- redo everything that's been done already. And they'll, uh, they'll change a few things around to say it's new. Yeah, you know, I was like, mm-hmm. crap. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you on that. I mean, uh, That being said, Mission Impossible of, was pretty good, by the way. The movie, uh, you saw it? The most recent yeah, Mission Impossible? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cruise may be a nutcase, but he makes good movies. Right? Yeah. And then what, they're doing uh, Top Gun now. Uh, I think they're making yes. Top Gun now. So <laughs> yes. I'm curious yeah. about that, about how that works out. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and what, what they're going to do there as far as making... Uh, I don't know. I, uh, I think what at the end of the original Top Gun, he went back to Miramar to be an instructor, right? That was the joke. God help us. Mm. <laughs> so I'm curious how they there do that. Go. I love that theme song. I love the Mission Impossible theme song. I can listen Me to that too. all day. And uh, I mean, I was I was young when the show was on, but there was always that tape recorder where uh, yep. they would get their their um, mission, right? And it would self destruct. <laughs> At the end of, I never, wa- I never really watched the uh, the TV show all that much. Like I said, yeah, I mean, we were young, you and I, and uh, maybe it, we might have caught it more in syndication. But yeah, uh, it, was, it was always on like it was on like Saturday afternoons at four or five o'clock. Well, I don't, re- I don't ever yeah, remember yeah, yeah. it being on uh, prime time. I remember prime it always time, being right, in syndication. Yeah. Where, uh, but I just yeah. never, even though I love the song, I never really liked the uh, <laughs> the TV show. Right, right. I think Leonard Nimoy wasn't the star, but he was part of it, you know, Mr. Spock. And I bring up uh, Star Trek and bring up reboots because I know you, you, you like Star Wars, but I don't think you're too crazy about Star Trek, if I remember correctly. But supposedly, Jean-Luc Picard, if you ever watched Star Trek The Next Generation, he's coming back. They're bringing back not Star Trek The Next Generation, but the character in his own show. So that should be interesting. But uh, we'll see. But... Uh, Wow. I, I teased before we left. Uh, that <laughs> <laughs> Even Sean surprised. Yeah. Um, we're talking uh, a little Kansas City Chiefs Chiefs, because uh, we've been talking a lot of NFC teams. So why don't we uh, take a look at the Chiefs, who uh, Vegas has the over on their win total at eight and a half. So uh, let's start with them. And they open up. Do you remember who you took in this game? Uh, they start at L.A. Chargers. Yeah, at LA. So I'm, I'm going with the man. They got the schedule from hell here. Uh, I'm going with the Chargers. All right. Uh, at Pittsburgh. Yeah, we already took Pittsburgh, so that's an easy one too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. San Francisco at home, week three. Tell you the truth, in a uh, <laughs> in, in a vacuum, I want to pick the 49ers here, but man, mm-hmm. where's their win coming from? So uh, out of hell with it. Give me the 49ers. Wow, starting 0-3. And, and then week four, it doesn't get any easier because they Monday night at Denver. 
I guess I got to give him a win here somewhere, right? Uh, but this is not going to be a loss. No, okay. Oh, <laughs> I impressive. kind of agree with you on that. Most impressive. Oh, man. <laughs> Shorts on fire. Week and five is another tough one. Yes. Yeah, Jacksonville's uh, a loss. But you're not a Jedi yet. So they're 0-5. According to George, they're 0-5. Like I said, schedule from Weeks. hell. Yeah, week six. Doesn't get any easier at New England. No, they're not winning that one either. Woo. Welcome so to the NFL, Patrick Mahomes. There you go. Oh, yeah, so at this stage, wow, there's going to be, if they start out 0-6, what's going to be the narrative regarding Patrick Mahomes? Well, realistically, I think it'll be 1-5. Not that that's any better, by the way. I'm sure they'll get a mm-hmm. win against Denver or San Fran. I gave them two losses there. I think they'll beat one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, mm-hmm. man, uh, I mean, really, if, if you want to say 2-4, and four, who are two wins coming against? They're going to beat San Fran and Denver? Most people believe San Fran is an improved team. And Denver, you know, uh, it's at Denver. It's not going to be an easy game to mm-hmm. win. Not at all. And I'll say this again. Right. That Kansas City defense is atrocious right now. So when I say 0-6, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm that far off. Maybe I think they'll get a win against San Fran or Denver. I know I didn't give it to them. But I'll give it's them 1-5. Really but other than that, Why are things so this heavy in the future? Brutal. Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? What? Oh, this is heavy. <laughs> We're going as many 80s movies as we can, I guess. There you go. There you go. Uh, so you keeping them at 0-6 or are you going to give them one win? We'll keep them 0-6? Screw them. 0-6. Uh, okay. All right. Well, they're going to beat the, the, the Bengals week seven, aren't they? All right. We'll give them 1-6. <laughs> uh, and then they play at home against Denver. Okay. They'll, they'll split there. 2-6. and six. It's getting better. There you go. I'm thinking, I'm thinking the same thing. And then at Cleveland. I so much want to give them the loss here, but I'll say they beat Cleveland. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Uh, Arizona at home? Win. Things are looking up. Yeah, things are looking up. Uh, then they play uh, the Rams, Mexico yeah, City. I don't care. Okay. They play on the moon. Still a loss. <laughs> then they have a, a bye week, and then they uh, go to Oakland. Uh, I think they're going to split with Oakland, so I'll say they lay lose uh, on the road, win at home. So this is a loss. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Baltimore? I'll give them a win at home there. At home? Give them some hope. Okay. Give them some hope. All right. There they go. Uh, LA Chargers, Thursday night game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that's funny. They need uh, a cold weather night here. December 13th, they mm-hmm. could get that. I'm going to say because it's uh, you know it's Arrowhead cold night Thursday night game they get a win. Wow, week number six. Upset. Uh, that's their win number six. There you go. And then uh, at Seattle, guys, I know I think I picked Seattle to lose every game that's that's come on the schedule so far. Not this one though. Mm-hmm. At home, Seattle wins. Okay, so then uh, you had them splitting with Oakland. So, so week that gives them a win you here. Have them beating Oakland. Yeah, yeah. So you have them at seven wins. Uh, Vegas had him at eight and a half, so you go in the under. Yeah, I'm definitely going the so, under here. Uh, I think even seven might be a little, little gracious for them. Six actually sounds more correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, what do we think about this team? Uh, you've already said uh, defense is very poor, right? I mean, uh, who's going to be the star? I mean, do they have the three stars? I mean, Kareem Hunt, uh, you think he... You know, comes close to repeating what he did last year. Uh, Tyreek Hill, we've spoken about him in the past, kind of a, a boomer bust kind of guy. Uh, you know, Sammy Watkins, too. Him and Sammy Watkins, we talked about last week. Uh, Hill and Watkins, kind of a similar uh, skill set, right? And then uh, Travis Kelsey, uh, one of the top loser. three You're a tight loser. ends. Are in you football. feeling sorry for yourself? Well, you should be because you are dirt. You make me <laughs> sick, you big baby. Baby, want a bottle? A big dirt bottle? <laughs> I think Sean's lost. I think I think you know the six hours of programming now. Sean has just he's completely got, lost it. He's gone rogue. I think he has. Was that Family Guy, by the way? King of the Hill. Is that what? King of the Hill. Damn, I was close. Now, don't don't watch either one of them. I just I knew it was one of the two. Um, all right, back to, the, uh, back to the back to the Kansas City Chiefs here. Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I think once again, a lot was. A, Early on, two months ago, he was actually being drafted as a quarterback one, which I thought was psychotic. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely psychotic. Right. For as deep as quarterback is, that's so much to ask of a guy who's got one NFL start under his belt in a meaningless mm-hmm. game week, last week, uh, last year in Week 17. So I thought that was silly. Uh, I think we're, he's a nice quarterback, too. 
And if you're playing a super flex or a two quarterback league, that's fine. Don't want him as a QB one. Kareem Hunt, I think, could be better than last year as long as Andy Reid remembers he has Kareem Hunt on the team. And in midseason there, he just sort of forgot. And Hunt also didn't touch the ball anywhere near as much. Remember Hunt, he'll be fine. Uh, strong running back one, top eight running back for me. Uh, wide receiver, uh, I worry about the wide receivers. You know, Tyreek Hill, he's explosive. One of the best game breakers there are. Sure. But can he be a true guy who can do everything else? Catch the ball over the middle. You know, that guy you're on third and seven catching that eight-yard pass. You know, that's that quick slant. I don't think he's that kind of guy. You know, what's that stat? His last 13 uh, touchdowns have all been for 30 yards or more. Big play guy. And the problem is Sammy Watkins is sort of in the same mold here. I know they're trying right. to develop him into that all-around guy. I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah, I just don't. And there's nobody else really there. Chris Conley, Demarcus Robinson, Anthony Thomas. Eh, we've seen, bit, you know, every now and then these guys do something, but not really overall. Travis Kelsey, I still expect to be the, you know, once again, great. He'll be the guy that Mahomes relies on. He'll be that third and seven guy to catch the ball. Uh, he'll get, you know, he'll be that safety blanket for Mahomes. The problem is not with the offense. I think they'll score points. But that defense has a lot of issues. You lost Marcus Peters. Uh, you don't have Derek mm-hmm. Johnson anymore. You know, can you get to the quarterback? You know, I, I don't know if you can. You know, I, I just don't know. Uh, the sec- uh, secondary outside of Eric Berry, I think there's a lot of question marks here. So, uh, yeah, I'm worried about the Chiefs and their defense a lot. They're going to need to score a lot of points. There you go. So, uh George uh, projects them at seven, and uh, they're over under, according to Vegas, eight and a half. So uh, take the under, and if you lose, uh, I'll give you George's cell phone number. You could call him and, and yell at him. Uh, why don't we move on? I want to see what you think of uh, my, because I'm not ashamed to say that a team is my. So, uh, my, my New York Giants, who uh, had an atrocious uh, season last year, uh, the over under for the Giants is seven. So before we even go through this, I think that's based on their, based on the, based on their uh, skill set, guys on their team. I, I think that might be a little low, but let's see what you think. Okay, so uh, they open up at home against Jacksonville. Well, they're another team that their opening schedule is the schedule from hell. Uh, maybe not as bad as the other team I said that for, which I think what was that. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Remember. It was a Casey or Carolina? Uh, I mean, it's not good. Uh, Jacksonville lost. I think it was Casey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It might be Casey. Jackson I think it was Casey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay, uh, I'll I'll take that one. What about at Dallas? Uh, I mean, generally these two they always open up the the season together. Now they're not doing so. Uh, you know, Danville's screwing me up here by not having Dallas and the Giants play Week One, which you can always rely mm-hmm. on a high scoring game. Uh, generally, these two teams split. You know, Giants. I think they've mm-hmm. done that for a number of years now. So I think they'll split again. So Dallas win at home. Giants on the road. Uh, Giants win okay. when they play at home. At home. Um, are you asking a you question? You can move on now. No. Okay. All right. Thanks. Okay. Sorry. Uh, at Houston, week three. Sorry. Never loss. Really? Okay. Um, New Orleans. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You see where I'm New going Orleans. here? It's yeah. not a fun schedule for <laughs> but, them at all. But, but it is at home. New Orleans at home. Yay. But, uh, New it's going to be a tough one. Saints may be the oh, best team boy. in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Carolina, I don't remember if you gave this to the I Giants. gave the Giants a win earlier. Yeah, yeah I gave yeah, the Giants yeah. a win right, here. So that's one. One and four. Thanks. Uh, Philadelphia, thir- Thursday night, week six. Uh, or I think I gave them, I think I gave Philadelphia both wins. You Giants split. don't seem to play well against oh, Philadelphia you? at all. Okay. Yeah, Giants don't match yeah. up well against Philadelphia mm. in history. All right. Yes. Uh, at Atlanta. Oh my God! This who put yeah. the schedule together? Yeah, this is, well, <laughs> it, gets, it gets much better in the second half. The Giants. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we're gonna. End up, I'm gonna end up having them go one and six here. I mean, realistically, if, mm-hmm. if they could possibly go three and four, they would be in really good mm-hmm. shape. Their schedule is going to get much better here in the second half. But it, once again, mm-hmm. where are these three wins coming for? I'll give you Carolina. You know, mm-hmm. I right, Dallas. I can actually see them beating Dallas. I don't think Dallas is all that great yeah. either. I mean, uh, you've been their biggest. Yeah, I mean, you're the first one who tells me how bad Dallas is going to be this year. But you're right. These yeah, but I don't think the Giants are all that great either. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. The Giants have all some. Right. I don't think. I don't know if the Giants can even sniff a quarterback. Mm. You know, that, I yeah, think the Giants okay. once again yeah. they're going to have to. Uh, there's a reason they got Barkley protect that defense, keep that defense off the field. 
Giants, mm-hmm. how, how well is that secondary going? We'll get more to that when we talk about the Giants, but how well is that secondary mm-hmm. going to play there? You know, I think there's a lot of mm-hmm. high-scoring games coming Giants' ways. So uh, give him a loss yeah. to Philadelphia, give him a loss to Atlanta, and now we're at Week 8 against Washington. Yeah, what do you say there? I'm going to give him a win. I think, well, I think yeah. listen, I think Dallas, Washington, and the, uh, the Giants, they're all the same. I think they're all going to mm-hmm. be around between six and eight wins. You know, maybe mm-hmm. one of them squeaks out to nine. But uh, I think that's where they, each team is here. I guess I'm going to go with whichever team stays healthiest will finish the best out of the trio. I don't think any is a playoff team. All right. Uh, so then they have a bye where they lick their wounds, right, at two and six. And then they open up Monday night against uh, the 49ers in San Francisco. Yeah, now they're going to get an extra day <laughs> uh, uh, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna go with the Giants here because of the the week off here. That's the only reason I'm going with the Giants. Uh, if it was at home, All I would have right. gone with them anyway. But on the road, don't like it. But I'll go with the Giants. <laughs> All right, Tampa Bay. Could they beat Tampa Bay week eleven? Yes, they can. They can beat Tampa right? Bay. Give them a win. Okay, that's their fourth win. Uh, at Philadelphia, you're gonna give them a loss week twelve, right. uh, and then uh, Chicago week thirteen at home. Give a W. Give a W. All right, their fifth win uh, at Washington. I think they probably split there, too. I don't, I don't know mm-hmm. if one team's going to uh, sweep the other there, so I'll give them a loss. All right. Tennessee, week 15? I think they sweep out. Tennessee, Indianapolis, Dallas, they sweep out. That gives them eight, so you have eight and eight. And I think it's right. about right. Well, when we come back. Yeah. Yeah. Scary, scary. All right, when we come back, George is going to tell us why he thinks the Giants are only going to win eight, eight games. Uh, Weekend Fantasy Update. We'll be right back. Like a great pass rusher, the Roto Experts will help you sack your fantasy football competition. When you register for their exclusive Edge Fantasy Package, you get a cheat sheet generator plus a player database with sortable projections and rankings from the best in the business. And you can join the fantasy conversation in the 24-7 Slack chat channel. Visit rotoexperts.com to register for the exclusive Edge Fantasy Package and enter the promo code FNTSY and you get a 10% discount. That's the rotoexperts.com exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package promo code FNTSY. Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. The Talking Heads brings us in. Psycho Killer. Hey, if you enjoy playing daily fantasy sports but are sick of dealing with professionals using algorithms to select hundreds of lineups and entries. Try the Props Builder tool at mybookie.ag. Forget having to create multiple lineups. Ditch the hassle of dealing with late scratches and avoid experts winning 90% of the money. Invest in the players that you want without salary caps. And if you sign up for a new account using the promo code FNTSY, you can elect an option to receive a 50% deposit bonus with a rollover requirement. No more dealing with late lineup scratches. No experts to compete against. Just you and the prop that you choose. Go to mybookie.ag, enter promo code FNTSY upon sign-up, and choose your matchups using the Props Builder tool. That's mybookie.ag, promo code FNTSY. Uh, And uh, I guess that was an interesting segue when I was talking about... uh, Sean bringing us in with a little talking head psycho killer into the uh, the mybookie.ag read. What are you trying to say? I don't know. <laughs> it's just an odd uh, segue. Uh, I forget. I think the uh, the the lead singer of the Talking Heads he went on to the form like David a, Ben. Like a, a, yeah, yeah. Did, did he form like a like a new wave kind of almost? Dance music, disco kind of kind of group. If I remember, I, I got to look it up. 
No, thank you well, for that. It, it's not coming to me. Yeah, thanks for nothing, right? So talk to me about my New York Giants, right? So uh, I think they're going to be scoring a lot of points, right? But uh, you bring up a good point. Maybe uh, defense might be a little uh, lax and might be giving up some points as well. Yeah, but defense definitely has some issues. Uh, like I said, mm-hmm. yeah, they traded away the Jason Pierre-Paul. I'm Alex. And I don't know if anybody yeah, else can, and this is, is going to be able to Melbourne. get. And just where are you Giants from? Mm-hmm. We're from New York, and uh, we... All hail the New York Giants! <laughs> I hate the Giants. I really do. And that, that, that's not making me feel any better. You should. Anyway, You're a Cowboys fan. Uh, I, I, I treat all teams evenly, Joe. I am a, I am a, prof- yeah. I am a professional. Uh, I, uh, I don't know if the Giants can sniff a quarterback. That's the bottom line here. Uh, who's, I mean, Olivia Vernon, okay. Now you don't have uh, Pierre Paul. Everyone's going to be looking at you, and there's going to be a lot more, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot more defense is paying attention to you. So I think that's going to be an issue there. Eli Apple has to bounce back. You know, to be a, a, a good cover corner. Landon Collins, he, uh, he has to bounce back, just be healthy. Looks like he's fine. One of the best safeties, if not the best safety in the game. Janoris Jenkins, same thing. He had some attitude problems last year as well. Maybe that's all because of mm-hmm. McAdoo. Maybe it's not. So we'll see how that works right. out. You know, the, the linebacking right. core looks better. Ogletree, uh, B.J. Goodson, I mentioned Vernon before. It certainly looks like it's a solid core. But, like I said, I'll, I'll keep saying it again. The reason they brought on Barkley is sort of, not exactly, but really following the Dallas Cowboys model. Let mm-hmm. Brockley run, eat up the clock, keep the defense off the field. Now, it's different from Dallas in that you got Odell Beckham, a great wide receiver. You have Evan Ingram, a pretty damn good tight end. Sterling Shepard, more than a serviceable wide receiver, too. So you have a good passing game. The problem is you want to protect Eli Manning as well, who may be feeling... The effects of uh, playing quarterback in the NFL for so long, throwing up his back foot, see, uh, feeling the rush, seeing the rush when he should be looking through it. That's my only issue there with the Giants. Uh, game eight wins, which is probably too many. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, did, what did Vegas have him at seven? Is that what you came out yes. with? Yep. Yep. So I went yes. the over yes. there. I think the Giants, mm-hmm. if everything breaks right, you know, and I, I understand that's a terrible thing because I could say that for every team, but if everything breaks right, I do think they're better than the Cowboys. I certainly think they're better than the Redskins. Mm-hmm. I think the Redskins are probably the worst team. The Cowboys, once again, they need some things to break right, too, especially more on offense than defense, which is amazing for this team. It always used to be defense. Now it's the offense where things need to break right. But the Giants, like I said, if Jenkins and Eli Apple can be, uh, once again, back. They don't, they don't need to be all pros, but not to be uh, turns, not, not to be uh, toast either, where they're getting burnt all the time. And if someone mm-hmm. can get to the quarterback, this will be a decent team. Mm-hmm. It is a tough schedule, though, you know, especially to start off. Uh, like you mentioned, uh, it's hard Jacksonville, uh, New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was painful. That was painful as a, as a Giants fan. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, but I, I really, you know, even though you hate the Giants, uh, you know, I, I kind of agree with where you went, you know, close to it. So, I mean, uh, yeah, seven, eight wins. Uh, we'll see. But, uh, hey, you know what, Let, let's switch gears a little bit here uh, and uh, – Every week we uh, talk about uh, the major league closers because uh, uh, fantasy baseball league still going on strong. Well, we got what about just about five weeks left, right, to the season. Um, one guy uh, in terms of uh, closers that stuck out at me was uh, that uh, Corey Knebel got sent down to AAA, the uh, former Brewers closer. How far he's fallen. <laughs> Yeah, he was set down. Uh, he was already taken out of the closer role anyway. They had said about, yeah. I'd say about ten days ago that they were going to put, uh, pitch him in more, less stressful innings. That's their way of saying nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, no more ninth innings. No more safe situations. So he figures out what's going on, and now I guess they just mm-hmm. figured out. You know what? We're in the middle of a playoff chase here. Trying to win the division. Trying mm-hmm. to get a wild card. Can't be babying somebody. You know, let him figure it out in the minor leagues. Now the minor leagues ends in about a week. You know, so I, I imagine once Rosses expand, which is on September 1st, he's coming back up anyway. Uh, so that's when mm-hmm. we'll see him again. But I don't know if you're going to see him close any more games. You know, so I think uh, he mm-hmm. may be done until next season, which is going to be a lot of fun trying to figure out where to rank him next year. Yeah. It's kind of sad because uh, he helped me win a championship last year, picking him up off the uh, the waiver wire. Like I said, uh, how quickly, at, uh, you know, the worm turns, right? The, the, but uh, so let's talk about the Yankees' closer situation. Aroldis Chapman uh, tendonitis uh, of the knee. 
Uh, so uh, what do you think? Maybe a couple of weeks. He's on the DL. Uh, but uh, closer duties, I mean, they have so many choices here. Guys that have closed in the past. Uh, David Robertson, uh, Friday night, uh, it was uh, Zach Britton coming on, but they went into extra innings. So, um, you know, Dellen Batances has an opportunity. Who, who do you think uh, is their go-to guy, or it, will there be a go-to guy while Chapman is out? All right. I, I, now, for anybody who's wondering, uh, if you uh, look on RotoExperts.com, I did write about the, the situation on uh, it was Thursday. As far as Chapman, he's out at least two more weeks, at least. Yeah, right. So he's not coming back anytime soon. He had a PRP, the, the plasma injection. Uh, so you're not going to see him until mid-September. You know, at the earliest, mm-hmm. I think you'll see uh, Chapman back here. Now, the problem with the Yankees, you were sort of hinting at it. Who is going to close? <laughs> Robertson, he had a, uh, a tender shoulder. So that's why he didn't pitch the, uh, in Miami. So, but last night, he came out of the seventh inning anyway. So they weren't even holding him for a save situation. I don't think they mm-hmm. want to mess with Patances for two reasons. One, he's been lights out in the eighth inning. So you probably don't want to, uh, don't want to even worry about uh, taking him out of that role. Because when you put him in the closer role in the past... He's failed. Hasn't pitched well. Puts too much pressure on himself. He, he, he by far is pitching the best of the Yankee guys, but I don't think they're going to remove him from the eighth inning role. Britain, he got first shot at it last night. Did not. He picked up the save. Did not pitch well. Gave a home run. Right. Uh, gave a hit and another home run. I think it was a hit, a double play home run. Or a fan. So he didn't pitch well. You know, so, and he hasn't really pitched well for the Yankees, period. Uh, I'm su- I was a little surprised that it wasn't Robertson. Maybe it was because of the tender shoulder. I'm curious to see what happens today. Yankees are playing a doubleheader today. See what happens. Uh, I didn't see what happened in the first game. So we'll see what happens as far as the, uh, the who closes for the game. But this could be a rotating situation. I don't think it'll be Chad Green either for anyone who's asking. I think, he'll, he, it'd be, I think Robertson and Britton would both have to fail. Right now mm-hmm. you have to bank on Britton. But like I said, he has not pitched well at all for the Yankees, didn't pitch well last night. I think this is a very fluid situation. Mm. Uh, Houston, Houston Astros making it official. Roberto Asuna going to be their closer. We've been waiting for this to happen, Joe. You know, uh, mm-hmm. we knew this uh, when, they, when they acquired Asuna to take that kind of PR hit. And they deserve the PR. It was complete BS, the, the excuse they gave. Uh, we have zero tolerance. Yeah, apparently you do have tolerance, by the way. Or else you wouldn't have acquired the guy. But whatever. Uh, for fantasy purposes, you knew it was just a matter of time. I think they were waiting for Rondon to uh, maybe mess up a time or two. He did. So they made the change. Mm-hmm. The funny thing was, you know, Hinch comes out and says it Tuesday uh, afternoon. Oh, we're going to make the switch now. Yeah, Tuesday night, it's still Rondon. It's like, what the hell? You know, it was, uh, you say one thing, do another, but then Wednesday it ended up being uh, Osuna. I guess they just, I don't know why he said it if he wasn't going to do it that night because Osuna pitched the, I mean, whatever. <laughs> but now they've made the switch mm-hmm. there. So if you, got, if you grabbed Osuna, you should be good from here on out, uh, you know, depending on performance. I don't think Rondon's uh, season of a save with the exception of poor performance by Osuna or if Osuna pitches three days in a row. San Francisco Giants, Hunt Strickland activated from the DL. Uh, you think that Will Smith is going to hold on to that role as the closer? Yeah, he's pitching too well. I don't. I don't think Strickland gets it back. Plus, I think he pissed the team off. You know, he got hurt when they really need him because what, he punched a wall or punched a door. Yeah, you know, not not the brightest mm-hmm. human being on the planet. Maybe next time mm-hmm. you don't use your pitching hand. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. Uh, Kelvin Herrera also activated from the DL uh, for the Nationals, uh, and looks like he's going to regain his starter role, uh, closer role. <laughs> Yeah, a little too little, a little too late there. Uh, they blew a couple of games there late, right? They lost that game to the Cardinals by a walk-off home run. I think they had a walk-off home run the, the, the night after, too. Uh, maybe it was the Cubs offhand. Uh, that might have been that game uh, because, they, they, you know, Doolittle didn't pitch very well. Herrera's back. He's the closer. Uh, he's the guy you want there. Doolittle could be back in a week or so as well. I don't know what's going to happen there when he returns. Do they stay with Herrera? Do they go to Doolittle to give him the job back? Should be interesting. It should be a situation where are worth watching. But if Herrera's uh, available, he's the guy you want. Mm. And good to see uh, Kenley Jansen back uh, a little uh, earlier than expected, right, for the Dodgers? Well, is it good to see? Because, man, he pitched ho- mm. horrifically 
I mean, it's good to see for his health. It means the the regular heartbeat yes, is. That's uh, right. Yeah, that's, they've got yeah. that under control. Mm -hmm. So good for him. They certainly mm -hmm. don't never wish ill health on anybody. But fantasy owners are probably like crap because we we found this out mm -hmm. Monday, and it was you probably first you were thrilled. Oh, excellent! Jansen's back. is before lineup block can plug him in there, and then he was. I mean, bad. Really bad. I mean, maybe it didn't matter in rotisserie leagues. You, your ratios are pretty much set right now. But in head-to-head -head leagues, you can't be happy because he, he may cost you a week here. And if you needed to win that week, you're probably upset. Like, wow, why couldn't it be at the lineup block now? So, uh, yeah, Jansen, right, right. he is back. But there are some uh, – last time he had this injury, he had the same problem, Joe. His velocity was down. He was getting wrecked. So you wonder if it's the same thing here. He just needs to, he'll need time. And how much time – what are you going to do? If you're if you have Jansen, if I have Jansen, we're starting him. How many closes can you have? Mm -hmm. You know, I think the question will come down to if you don't need saves or it's not you don't dramatically need them, maybe you do sit him next week. Hmm. Uh, Minnesota Twins, uh, Addison Reed. Uh, you expected him to take over the closer role uh, when Fernando. Ah, you want Hildenberger? Don't worry about Addison Reed. He has pitched poorly now for about six weeks. You mm -hmm. want Hildenberger? He's the guy you want there. Mm -hmm. And he might even be available on the waiver wire. All right. So uh, let's take a look at some of the players uh, who are hot. Uh, you know, a guy that I've given a lot of grief to, uh, Joey Gallo. And he's deserved it because he's basically Rob Deere, a current version of Rob Deere. Remember Rob Deere? 11 I years do. in the majors, 220, bat 220 batting average. But a 442 slugging. Like Rob, maybe a Rob, Kittle too. Was a Rob Kittle, Ron Kittle with yeah. the White Sox, same sort of guy. Yes, right, right. But Gallo, man, for the month of August, batting 338, eight home runs, 19 runs, batted in. Batted in. Uh, man, you know, maybe it's aberration, but if this guy could ever just, you know, get his average uh, up to 240 for the season, he'd be a true force to be reckoned with because this guy has uh, tremendous power. Oh, he has light tower power. I mean, he makes contact, the ball is mm -hmm. going to go. Uh, you're right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're not asking for a plus average. Just don't kill us. Mm -hmm. You know, 240 right, it still right. hurts, but it, we, we can survive that. And he's going to hit 40 mm -hmm. home runs. Now, Gallo did sprain his ankle last night, although he said it's not that bad. It looked a lot worse than it actually is. Wasn't limping, wasn't in a boot. But if you lose him for a game or two, now you know why. Yeah. Uh, a couple other guys that are hot. Uh, you mentioned uh, you wrote an article for the Roto Experts. Uh, Wilmer Defoe, now that uh, Daniel Murphy has been traded to the Cubs. And, man, the Nationals just a uh, fire sale, huh? But uh, Wilmer Defoe. I should have done that earlier. Play, uh, yeah. Yeah, they waited. Uh, Going to be their full-time second baseman. Yeah, uh and I put the, uh, the exclaimer in there. That's uh, He's not really hot, but now he gets a full-time role. So if you're uh, in a mm -hmm. deeper league uh, or a National League-only league, not too many starters come available at this point in time, and now you got one. A guy mm -hmm. who can add you a little mm -hmm. bit of a mix of speed and power there. Not a great mix, but a little bit. Who could have value for your team going forward? Mm -hmm. Neil Walker's been tremendous for the Yankees recently. Absolutely. it's it's I mean, He was hor horrific for a while, and now he's a must-start. Yes. Right? I mean, he mm -hmm. had the game-winning home run for the Yankees. Well, actually, technically it wasn't the game-winning home run because Britain gave up a home run. But he had the uh, go-ahead home run for the Yankees in the 10th mm -hmm. inning last night. Uh, he's been hitting mm -hmm. from both sides of the plate now. hes uh, I don't want to say he's been that saving grace, but with all the injuries the Yankees have. And Gary Sanchez just started a rehab assignment today. I don't know if and when Judge is coming back this season. Gregorius looks like he'll be back after the minimum. He's uh, been a big part of the reason why the Yankees are still alive. You know, how they could get some mm -hmm. offense going here today. So, yeah, Neil Walker is someone you should be looking to add. You know, he has second base eligibility. You know, in some, some leagues, he may have outfield eligibility as well. He's played at least, if, you know, obviously in one game leagues he does. Five game leagues he should. He's approaching 10. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Absolutely. Uh, what about what Mike? What about what Mike Fires has been doing for the Athletics? Just the A's in general. I mean, they're paddling the Astros for the top spot spot in that uh, AL West. Who would have thought that to start the season, man? Well, let's face it: the Yankees' worst nightmare is Houston <laughs> not winning that division. 
Because now you, that's mm-hmm. Justin Verlander now in the wild card game. That's not what you want at all. So the Yankees are praying. And the Yankees can get take care of business. They play the A's uh, next week. So take care of business. Defeat mm-hmm. the A's. You know, and they, don't, they don't have to worry about them then uh, as far as uh, Houston coming on. Uh, Mike Fears has been fantastic since coming over from Detroit. He's, in my mind, a must-add. As you mentioned, it seemed like the Oakland A's never lose. And Fears has been lights out mm-hmm. since pitching for them. So, yeah, Mike Fears, right. he's available. You should be going out and grabbing him. And Kevin Gausman found uh, a new life with the Braves, right? Get traded for the uh, Orioles. Yeah, I think the joke I made at the end of that was perfect. Uh, the Orioles always knew he had potential. Unfortunately for them, it's going to be with Atlanta that he discovers it. Uh, I think the, his yeah. ex-pitching coach is there or ex-coach, something like that. And I guess they've unlocked. And maybe it's also the National League. Maybe it's getting him out of Camden Yards, getting him out of the American League East. That's also helping there as well. But Ga- uh, Kevin Gausman, he's looked, I mean, really good since going to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll switch gears back to football when we come back. You're listening to Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Welcome back to Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Little Chariots of Fire bringing us back. George Kurtz, Joe Galina, Sean Angle producing our show. George, uh, in the, in the uh, last segment we have here, I'm going to let you choose. You, you want to go over the uh, Jets schedule or the Ravens? Oh, God, not the Jets, please. I don't want to go over the Ravens either, actually. They, pick pick another team. Go ahead. We can't do the Bills. Do we do the Saints? We have not. Why Let's not? do the Saints. Do them? There you go. So the New Orleans Saints. And they open up at home against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah, I think That's we all know how I feel about the Bucks. I can't see uh, yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick beating uh, beat the Saints in New Orleans. No, thank you. All right. Uh, Cleveland, week two. Let's uh, do this. Sorry, Cleveland. I think you're a much improved team. You're not beating the Saints. Right. That's uh, two wins to start off the season. At Atlanta. Uh, here's their first loss, right? Atlanta, another mm-hmm. good team in that division. I'm going to give them a loss here. Let's do this. <laughs> you already have them beating the Giants week four. So that's the right, third. So three game. and one. They're going to beat Washington yep. four and one. Mm-hmm. That's a Monday night game. Uh, then they have a early, fairly early bye by uh, week six. And then uh, they open up uh, their second half of the season at Baltimore. Yeah, they're going to be uh, after the bye. I think it would be a tough game if it wasn't a normal Sunday, but mm-hmm. after the bye, they'll be fine. They're going to be Baltimore. So that's their fifth win. Then they play at Minnesota. <laughs> I think I, uh, I think I might have said earlier they win this game, revenge game here. Not so sure I really mm-hmm. believe that. Uh, let's, mm-hmm. uh, I guess we got we to we be consistent, though. They're, I said they're going to win. They're going to win. All right, so that's their sixth win. Revenge is sweet. That's a dish best served cold. L.A. Rams, week nine at home. That's, that's your loss. That's your loss there. Rams, mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're not silencing the Rams here. Rams pick up a W. There we go. Uh, at Cincinnati, week 10, that's a win, right? Correct. Uh, tough one, week 11. I don't remember wh- which is had said on this, but against the Eagles. I usually go in what's good. <laughs> a tough game at home. I give you a W. On the road, I give you a loss. So uh, it's at home. We'll give them a W. That's their eighth win. And a Thursday night game at home against Atlanta. 
Oh, they're going to split. They lost to the. I gave them a loss the first time. They'll win this one. Okay. And uh, week thirteen has them at Dallas Thursday night game. Once again, another one of these three road games in a, lo- a row now. Uh, at Dallas, <coughs> at Tampa Bay, at Carolina. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, the difference is for them, this is not a short week for them, even though it's Thursday night, because they're playing on Thanksgiving as well. So does Dallas. So right. they don't get right, the... Right, uh, right they, don't, they, they won't get screwed here, uh, as far as that's mm-hmm. concerned. Uh, what, what, what do we have their record so far? We have them at nine wins up until now. So nine and two? Mm-hmm. Got him. All right. Uh, I think they beat Dallas, so uh, I got to give them a win. I'm trying to find another beat loss. Beat them on Thanksgiving. Okay. At Tampa it's, Bay, it's, that's another win, right? That's not that. That's not Thanksgiving. That's the week after Thanksgiving, right? Which one? The, the, the Dallas. At the Tampa ones. Bay is the week. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, it's a Thursday night game, 820. Yeah, Dallas plays Thanksgiving November at 430, 28. so I'm assuming that's uh, the week after. Okay, it's the week after, right. Okay. And I apologize for coughing. Um, but Tampa Bay, you give uh, them a win, right? Yeah, I can't see the, At Tampa, uh, Tampa Bay. Bay beating them. Right. At Carolina, Monday night, week 15. Isn't it strange? Where in, inside the division, you play the, your division. Carolina, they play them uh, two times in the last three weeks. That's a oh, major scheduling quirk. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, mm. Also, they'll, they'll get a split with Carolina. So you had them winning or losing uh, the first one? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. They'll split. They're playing two of the first three yeah. weeks. Okay. Two of the last three weeks. So right. take your split. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah, so we give them one more win. And uh, week 16, home against Pittsburgh. Yeah, we'll go back to what I said before. At home, you win. And on the road, you lose mm-hmm. here. So give them a win against Pittsburgh. You gave them 13 wins. Yeah, that's too many. Uh, that's what I was trying to find mm-hmm. another loss here. Yeah, mm-hmm. and even even saying they're going to lose one of those Carolina games, I wasn't really all that thrilled about. But they could lose to Philadelphia, mm-hmm. you know. They could lose to Minnesota. They will lose one of uh, another one of those games. Uh, I, I don't think mm-hmm. they're going to win thirteen games, but I do think they're going to win at least uh, at least eleven, probably twelve. Mm. So uh, we've been talking about the Saints in previous shows. Uh, yeah, last year became a, a run team. Of course, Alvin Kamara. Uh, and Mark Ingram leading the charge. Drew Brees not having to throw for four or five hundred yards a game anymore. Uh, Michael Thomas leading the way in terms of uh, wide receivers. Ted Ginn, uh, probably more of a, in my opinion, a, a best ball kind of player. But uh, Cameron Meredith, interesting uh, coming back off of an in- injury. Uh, pretty impressive skill set. And a guy that's really been lighting it up uh, this preseason, Traquan Smith. I think the Saints are, the Giants are sort of, they want to model themselves after the Saints. Uh, I'm not comparing mm-hmm. Eli Manning to Drew Brees, but they're both similar in, in the fact that they're aging quarterbacks. So both head coaches mm-hmm. want to take the pressure off of them. You know, Sean Payton has done that now. You got, he sort of done, did it by accident, mind you. They didn't know what they had in Kamara. But you got Kamara, right. Ingram when he's back healthy, because you're one hell of a running game. The Giants have now done that with Barkley. You know, you have a, a top-notch receiver in Michael Thomas. The difference is the Giants still have better secondary receivers uh, as far as Shepard mm-hmm. and the, the better tight end. But I think that's what they've done here. Uh, Drew Brees, he's not a top-five quarterback anymore. He's in my top eight because uh, I don't think they're right. going to have to throw the ball over and over and over again because of what they have in Kamara mm-hmm. and Ingram when he returns. Michael Thomas, we all know, is a wide receiver one. Uh, Ted Ginn, uh, I'm not I'm best ball as you said. Cameron Meredith, nice sleeper. He's someone I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I mentioned, uh, Traquan Smith uh, having a nice, getting a lot of uh, attention this preseason. And you know what? Benjamin Watson could uh, surprise some people back in uh, New Orleans. He tight could, end. but to me, he's he's more of a, a tight end too. Low. I mean, if Watson's a nice pairing. If you have Jordan Reed, you want to take Watson, fine. Tyler Eifert, you want to take Watson, mm-hmm. I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. All right. So just to uh, recap, uh, George has the Saints winning 13 games. Uh, the over-under uh, in Vegas is nine and a half. So I think that's incredibly light. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about the Jaguars at nine? Why don't we go over their schedule uh, in the remaining time? Why don't we? Well, I don't know, because uh, they're going to beat my Giants week one, and I really don't want to talk about it. I'll get over it. 
<laughs> All right, so we have them at one and zero. Then they uh, play New England, and it's at Jacksonville. So I gave, the, I'm pretty sure I gave yeah. him a win there because it's at, in Jacksonville. Okay, so. All right, so that's two. Uh, at home against Tennessee. Boy, they got to lose to somebody. I don't know, I'm, I'm looking down the schedule here. When, when is that loss coming from? All right, I'm giving him a loss here. How about that? Wow. Same okay. type of team here. Uh, they're the same type of team. Mm-hmm. I'd feel much better if it was in Tennessee. But I can't give him a win against the Giants, the Patriots, and the Titans. So, loss. Right. All right, and uh, against the Jets week four. Yeah, that's a win. win. And then uh, week five at Kansas City. That game that probably should worry me more, but I just don't like the I don't like the Chiefs at all. So I'm gonna give them a win. That's their fourth win at Dallas. I think it'll be a, a closer game, but I think the Cowboys have all sorts of problems. Uh, that I've, I've, that, I've, that offensive line for Dallas is not up to par here. Jacksonville could have a field day. I just don't think Dallas gonna be able to throw on this team whatsoever. So Jacksonville. Go. That's their fifth win. And then week seven got them against uh, the Texans at home. Oh, man, I wish some of these games were on the road. It would be easier to pick them to lose. But uh, they're not still. I'm going to go a little bit of an upset here. Houston. All right. I, I could see that happening, actually. And then uh, before they're by, uh, this is in week eight, they uh, travel to London and play Philadelphia. I think you had taken Philadelphia yeah. in this one. I did, mistaken. so I'm going to stick with Philadelphia mm-hmm. there. Five and three. Okay. Uh, week 10 now, off their bye at Indianapolis. Yeah, that's a win. Okay. Uh, week 11, Pittsburgh? Yeah, I'd already at, picked uh, Pittsburgh. At home. I already, already picked Jacksonville in this game. All right. And then we've got at Buffalo, week 12. Yeah, win. Indianapolis at home. Win. That's the ninth win. Man, their and schedule is cake. Tennessee- <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> at Tennessee, week 14. Thursday yeah, I'll night give, game. I got, I got to give some losses here. So uh, I'll, I'll give them a loss to Tennessee. They'll beat Washington, beat Miami, and a loss to Houston for the last week of the season. It's just uh, their schedule is really there's no really difficult point of it. I guess the first couple of games, uh, Giants, Patriots, and Tennessee, and even that's not incredibly difficult. Uh, but their mm-hmm. schedule, I mean, they can play the Jets. They play uh, Indianapolis. Well, it's a division team. They play Indianapolis twice, Buffalo, uh, Miami. I mean, they play the AFC East. It's a, if you play the AFC East, you're going to do pretty well. Yeah. Yep. Um, so you have them, I think, at 11 wins then, right? Uh, I had to give him a couple of losses, yeah, because I was I think I was pretty close yeah, yeah, at one yeah. time giving him thirteen. I don't think they're gonna uh, right. that really that Tennessee or Houston's gonna sweep them, and I think I had them both. But I just got to give some losses right. somewhere. I think they'll split with those teams. I think Tennessee, Houston, and Jacksonville are really good, solid teams who may beat the snot out of each other. And the problem is, it wouldn't shock me if all of them go three and three against each other, and that'll cost them home field. Because uh, New England, what's the worst they're going to go in their division? Five and one? I mean, really, that's probably the worst they do. Mm-hmm. Buffalo twice, right. Jets twice, right. uh, Miami twice. I mean, that's, that's such an advantage now as far as home field because they've already got a game or two on you. Well, now you've got to catch these guys. Mm-hmm. That's why Jacksonville, Pittsburgh, they both play New England, and they both need to beat New England when they play them to get that head-to-head tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about uh, the Jaguars. Uh, obviously, uh, one of the top defenses in football, right? Uh, I think they'll uh, you know, play uh, up to par. Um, Blake Bortles, another uh, game manager kind of season for him, you think? Yeah, that's what I expect. I don't expect them to do much more mm-hmm. with uh, Bortles. I, 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 they don't want them to air the ball out. They don't need to. That the offense mm-hmm. is going to be built around Leonard Fournette. You know, and the defense. Mm-hmm. Defense is the best in the NFL, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, it's loaded. I know uh, what his name is suspended for game one, so it's, it's actually a little bit of a break there. So does that make you happy now? Mm-hmm. Uh, who's suspended? Uh, <laughs> I can't think of who it is now. The uh, Well, he's a good player. But he's suspended for game one. Uh, but <laughs> overall, and now it's going to drive me nuts that I can't think of the guy's name. Uh, the, the, uh, they're going to win with defense and the running game. You know, and uh, Bortles, I think... Uh, I know at times last, last year he was good, but you saw it in the Pittsburgh game, or New England game, I'm sorry. All of a sudden they took the ball out of his hands. 
in the second half, when they thought they, they could win it just with their defense, they took the ball out of mm-hmm. his hands. So they don't trust him yet either. You talking about Jalen Ramsey, by the way? No, he's suspended now. Although I guess he's back on Monday. Mm-hmm. Dante Fowler. Is he also suspended now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll figure it out. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Fournette, I mean, uh, any any worries about him with, uh, you know, recurring injuries that he's had in college and uh, a little bit of his, you know, uh, shall we say, uh, maturity issues? Well, I mean, there are always worries. All right. I mean, mm-hmm. always. Um, maturity issues, not much. Well, injury worries, sure. And he was banged up at, uh, mm-hmm. at points last year. And you know he's the focus of the uh, defense. You know, eight men in the box mm-hmm. and all this because they don't trust. Even though, I mean, they have a decent wide receiver core. You know, Marquise Lee, Keelan Cole, D.D. Westbrook, Moncrief, D.J. Chark. I mean, Rashad Green. These are all names we know, but there's no standout mm-hmm. here. You know, there's no guy you worry about blowing past you. Maybe Westbrook finally does yeah. really uh, – Realize his potential. Maybe he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Dante Moncrief, as far as I'm concerned about Moncrief, another guy I want no, no part of on my fantasy teams, he couldn't get it done with Andrew Luck. Now mm-hmm. he's going to get it done with Blake Bortles? Don't see that. No, thank you. You can have Moncrief. So if I'm a defense, i got to stop Fournette and force Bortles to beat me, and I don't know if he can do that. All right. Any love for uh, Austin Safarian Jenkins? Uh, once again, tight end, run first. Mm. He's a tight end, too, a low-end tight end, too, at that one. Uh, these wouldn't be guys I'd uh, – Watts is the same thing here. We're not guys I'm targeting, but if you have Eifert, you have Reed, you need a second tight end to cover yourself when the injuries happen here, I'm okay with it, mm-hmm. but I think you can do better. Yeah. All right. So we have just a few minutes left. Why don't we uh, – we don't have to go through the schedule, but let's talk about the uh, the Jets. Uh, they uh, lost to the Giants in a preseason game last night. But uh, uh, what have, what is your impression of Sam Donald been uh, thus far? Do you think he should be the starting quarterback week one? I mean, let's face it. I mean, the, these Jets aren't going to win uh, – they're not really going to compete for a playoff spot. So why not? Why not give him the experience uh, at, at this stage? He's – been impressive. Learned the playbook real quick. Uh, uh, shown the ability to, to move in the pocket, get uh, make, make him some strong throws. What do you think? Would you start him week one? When it comes to rookie quarterbacks, my theory has always been this. If you're on a bad team, which the Jets are, and you're not going to uh, compete for a playoff spot, then that rookie quarterback should be starting as soon as you deem he's ready to start. If that's week one, mm-hmm. so be it. Week four, week five, ten, whatever it is. In this case, Donald looks ready to start. Uh, he does. Do I think he's the best quarterback in camp? I think Bridgewater's outplayed him. You know, you can mm-hmm. you certainly make that argument there. But there's no point in playing Bridgewater. You know Donald's your long-term mm-hmm. start. That's why you drafted him in the third overall spot here. Uh, I want, if right. I'm the Jets or any of these other teams, I want my rookie quarterback to get out the rust and get out the rookie mistakes during a year where it doesn't matter. You know you're not making mm-hmm. the playoffs anyway. If Donald is the real thing, the next year could be a, a, obviously a much better year for the Jets. So I want him to get out mm-hmm. all that stuff this year. I, this is all these teams. You know, Josh Allen, same thing. Rosen, Arizona, you're not making the playoffs, same thing. Let's you know get it all out here. Look what the Bears did with Trubisky. You let him play last year when you knew you weren't going to make it, and now there's some hope. That you know, because mm-hmm. you've added pieces around it, which all these other teams can do, that yes. they can take that next yes, step this have. year. That's my philosophy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, all right, continuing with the Jets. I mean, uh, who do you like uh, as their uh, top wide receiver this year? I tell you the truth, uh, Quincy Anunua for me. I mean, uh, Robbie Anderson, we still don't know what's going to happen, if he's going to miss a game or two or, or maybe a couple more due to a suspension. But Quincy Anunua, uh looking good so far. Yeah, Robbie Anderson, uh, I, he's the best receiver until he's suspended. I do expect him to get a game or two somewhere around there. Enumer's next, though. You're right. If you look at some of the 16 games, I probably prefer him over Anderson. Terrell Pryor actually had a touchdown catch last night, but I want nothing to do with him either. There you go. It's been great working with you, George. And we'll work again. We'll catch you on Sundays. Thanks for tuning in to Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. <laughs>